to the Vagology Podcast with your host, Jenny and Matt Morris. This is episode five, where we talk about vegan kitchen staples. So in this episode, we're going to be chatting about what you would normally find in a vegan kitchen. So we're going to look inside our fridge, pantry and freezer. Sounds like fun. All right. Well, before we get into it, let's go ahead and talk about what we ate this week. So what did we eat? I know we went to Piola Pizza. Yes, we found a coupon. (laughs) Yes, we had a buy one, get one free for the Piola Pizza. It's one of our favorite pizza joints here in Raleigh. Yeah, it's actually a global brand. Mm -hmm. So it's a chain, a global chain. Uh, And they have several locations in this area. There's one in Raleigh. And they offer vegan cheese. They use Follow Your Heart. And it is delicious. And fresh ingredients, too. So you can get the arugula put on it. Mm-hmm. And it's banging. Yeah, if you haven't had just fresh arugula topped on your pizza, it is fantastic. Just a note for the future listening, arugula is one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> so I will probably talk about it a lot. He will sit there. If we get it, a bunch of it, and we have it in the fridge, he will just sit there and snack on it. It's, it's it's bursting with flavor. <laughs> Very peppery. So if you're not familiar with arugula, it's definitely something that you should try. And I'm pretty sure that you'll enjoy it. And whenever we hit a salad bar, I don't even mess around with the mixed greens anymore. It's pretty much just arugula. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> and healthy. Not a bad thing that you do that. I think also some highlights of what we ate Homemade ramen, of course. Uh, ramen is always good. <laughs> You'll probably hear us say that every week yes. as a highlight just because we, we eat it so much. And it's delicious. And you can pretty much do like a fridge dump, like whatever veggies you have in your fridge, you can just throw in and it just works. Yeah, so your veggie scraps become your ramen soup. Yep. <laughs> baby corns. Yes. I love baby corns also. Yes, baby corns soaking up the juices. Which I found out recently, not everyone loves baby corns, but... Really? Yes. I found some really? people who don't like them. That's absurd. Yes, that's more for me. <laughs> who doesn't like baby There's corns? There's people out there. I've met them. They walk among us. <laughs> oh my. Well, you learn something new every day. And then I guess the other thing that we ate was chili. The chilies. Really, really good also. We made a big batch of spicy chili. So we've kind of been chomping on that all week. Yes. For lunches and dinners. And so we didn't eat too many varied meals this week. Chili diet. Chili diet. (laughs) It works. So that is pretty much the highlight of what we ate this week. And next we are going to go into our product highlight of the week, which is Just Egg. Yes, it's a scrambled egg alternative from the Just Company. Yep, it is primarily made of mung beans. That's interesting because you don't see that too often. It was a very interesting product. Definitely looked and cooked like a scrambled egg would. Um, and the flavor, I would say, was not overwhelming. It didn't have a, a big flavor, but it was okay. Yeah, I, I don't think it was very flavorful at all. And it had like, a, for me, it had like kind of 
of a beanie aftertaste, but it's definitely something I would need to personally, I would need to season a little bit more mm-hmm. if I were what's cooking it. I think uh, the texture was pretty spot on. Yeah. Don't you think? I do. You wouldn't agree? Yeah, it was very good and we would definitely get it again. The only thing that would hold us up on it is the price. Yeah, it was expensive for the little amount that you got. That yeah. whole bottle, I think we ended up using the entire bottle for the two of us and it didn't give us a, a big portion. No, I think the bottle, I think it was seven ninety nine is what we paid for it. When you compare that to like a tofu scramble, like a block of tofu is normally runs about $1.99 and I love that as a scrambled egg alternative. But then I have never really been into eggs even when uh, before I went vegetarian or vegan I didn't eat a whole lot of eggs. I don't know. I remember liking eggs growing up. I ate a lot of scrambled growing up. Um, I thought it I thought it did a good job of kind of mimicking the egg but again the flavor wasn't terrific and it is expensive. Yeah. Um, so you can use it as, like Matt said, as scrambled egg. You could also use it to make French toast. An omelet would be great for a quiche. All different types of egg breakfast foods. And then also you could use it in a fried rice. I think sure, some yeah. Chinese dishes, yes. some fried rice have the um, egg mixed into it. So I can see that being really good in something like that. And also, I believe, I don't know this, but I'm assuming you could probably use it in some desserts. I know that me personally, Boston cream pie was always my favorite uh, donut slash pie. It's what I had for my birthday every year. I love it so much, but I haven't been able to have it because I haven't figured out how to recreate it. And I think this might help me because it's missing that egg piece of it that I couldn't replicate before for the Boston cream. So I'm excited to try it. So we will definitely get it again. Two thumbs up for it. And it might be a product that's better off not on its own. Right. I agree. And then one last thing about Just Egg is the nutritional value. It is low in calories and fat. It has no carbs, zero cholesterol, as all plant-based foods have zero cholesterol. And it is high in protein. Fantastic. Alrighty, Maddie, you ready to move into the I am. Topic? Let's expose our kitchen. Yeah. So we're going to go down through a list of items that you would normally find in a vegan kitchen. In particular, we're going to dis- be discussing exactly what we always have, like our staples. Uh, so you can get an idea of, of what it kind of looks like. Yeah. So everything you hear today is in our kitchen. Yes. So we're going to start off by going over some tools and appliances that we have. And hands down, one of my favorites is the Vitamix. Yes, that is a daily used item. Yeah. So we waited a very long time to buy it because they are expensive. Definitely. They are an investment, but I can vouch for the fact that that is used every day. And we've had it for years Mm -hmm. and it's working just like the day we bought it. Yes. And my only thing, like you you have those certain items that you say, oh, I only wish I got it sooner. Like I didn't wait. This is definitely one of them. Uh, I was so hung up on the price for so long that I didn't get it. And I think we found it on sale at Costco or something. And and it's been like our favorites. Like it's my favorite appliance in the kitchen. It's it's wonderful. That thing's loud too. It is so loud, (laughs) but it's so good. Especially when you make almond butter. Oh my God. It does almond butter so well. 
well, so well. But man, it, I think you have to put earplugs in when yeah, you do the it. The whole neighborhood knows we're making <laughs> almond butter. Next is along those same lines is a, the Nutribullet. I do have a Nutribullet, and I make uh, my smoothies in that daily. I think the Nutribullet is definitely a staple for me. I also make other things like vegan Parmesan cheese, and um, I use it to chop nuts sometimes, and it's just, it's very handy, and it's It's not as bulky as the Vitamix, so sometimes it's nice to have, like, something small that you could just pull out. It's easy to clean. It's not as expensive, but it's not as versatile either, but it does do a lot. And next, we have the Immersion Blender, which is also one of my favorites because obviously it's on the list. But I use the Immersion Blender a lot for soups. So it's really good for um, pureeing some soups and thickening some soups. So I use that a lot uh, in that capacity. I love my Immersion Blender. Next we have the food processor, which I think most people have a food processor in their kitchen. Yeah, most kitchens already have a food processor. So you, I think if you don't know how to use your food processor or what to do, uh, we can certainly help you. But um, I think most people are pretty familiar with that. And then we have... Next, the Instant Pot, which we were a little late to the game on the Instant Pot. Definitely. We (laughs) didn't get that um, just until recently. Yeah. So we're still experimenting with it, but we absolutely love it so far. awesome. Okay. If you only get it for (laughs) baked baked potatoes. The baked potatoes are insane. (laughs) It's unbelievable how well it cooks the baked potato or bakes the baked potato. It's so fluffy and just like a pillow of yumminess. And it's consistent, like every single time. Yes. If if that's all you use it for, it's well worth it. Of course, we've used it yes. for so much more, but we're having fun with it. I did make yogurt in it one time, and it turned out really yeah, well. Yeah, it turned out great. It's a couple times experimenting, but it turned out really well. So we definitely recommend the Instant Pot. Another one is an air fryer. We are a little late to the game on that one also. Uh, we probably got that about a year ago. We've done a lot of experimenting with it, and it's just a healthier way than doing like a deep fryer. And it's pretty quick also. And it's quick. So we use that pretty much the same way you would use it in the oven, but it's quicker. Yes. And I think it works a little better with in some cases. Mm-hmm. In some cases, but I love making like buffalo tofu bites in it and cauliflower bites and you could do all kinds of stuff. So Tater tots. Tater tots, of <laughs> course. <laughs> Next up, we have a steamer basket or a steamer pot. I, instead of boiling my vegetables when I need to cook them, when it calls for them softening, I always steam it. So that retains a lot more of the nutrients. So steaming is definitely my favorite option. Also, we don't use the microwave too often. So using the steamer um, pot to reheat food items is also a way that we like to do it. Yeah, we like it better than the microwave. Yes. That is definitely something that I believe is essential in a kitchen. And last, we have the chef's knife, which I think is my number one favorite tool in the kitchen. A very good, comfortable, sharp chef's knife is definitely something that you need to have. Even if you, it's even worth spending a little bit of money on one. I think. Yes, they can be a little expensive, but they are definitely worth it, and they definitely need to be respected because they will cut you in a second. As I learned, yes. so I have lost two tips of my fingers, and I've had to get stitches <laughs> in the palm of my hand because I, I guess, was not... Wasn't one of the tips a mandolin? 
incident? Oh, it was. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, one of my fingertips was the chef's knife. One was the mandolin, and the other one was a knife. The other one was a knife. So I am kind of accident prone in the kitchen. <laughs> I, I have. It's been a while since I had an accident, though. Great. Now you just jinxed it. <laughs> <laughs> no more calling Matt at work. You need to take me to the doctors. Yes. Those phone calls are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that aside, a chef's knife is definitely, if if you can afford it, I would recommend that, that you take. You don't have to spend a fortune. You can get decent ones off Amazon or wherever. But it's nice to go and see which one feels comfortable in your hand. Exactly. So when you order on, online, kind of do your homework a little bit. Yep. All right, next up, we have our refrigerator. So, Matthew. Yes. What do we like in our refrigerator? I'm going to tell you what I like. (laughs) One of the vegan products that you buy off the shelf that I think is hands down better than all the other non-vegan versions is the Just Mayo. Yes. I think it is fantastic mayonnaise. It is. And we even have some friends that aren't vegan that have switched their mayonnaise out for that one. Yes, it is delicious. So, if you, so good. If you can get it in your area, get it. Yep. And the cheapest way to, place to find it is Walmart. And then also some mainstream grocery stores are selling it as well. Like I think Harris Teeter has it for fairly cheap. But you can get it. I know you can get it at Walmart. It's like three fifty four or something like that. For the big jug. For a huge top of it. And if you go to Whole Foods, you get a little jar for like six bucks i think so it's definitely worth it if, if you want to give it a go go to walmart um and typically and we find it, it on the mayonnaise shelf it's not in the vegan area of the store it's just with all the other mayonnaise mm-hmm. yeah same with other grocery stores too you can you can find it in mainstream grocery stores now as well You're, we're seeing it a lot more and then next, of course, we love spicy food and we love hot sauce. So we are never without sriracha, Frank's hot sauce, and Tabasco sauce. Those are pretty much our three staples that we always have in there. And then if we see an interesting one, we will buy it. Definitely. We like to experiment with the hot sauces. Yep. Uh, then next we have miso, so white miso and brown miso uh, that we use a lot in like miso soup or just to make like a, a simple miso soup or to flavor a broth in some way, you know, other different soups. So we use miso a lot. We use the brown miso. I use that in when I make vegan cheese. That's very handy. So miso is definitely something that we keep in the fridge. It's super healthy and we always have it on stock. Uh, Next, we have tofu and tempeh, two soy products, and we always have them on hand. We use tofu quite a bit. I like my tofu scramble, and we also use it for tofu ricotta for making pasta. Make that quite a bit. Yeah, that's just one of those products that's a given if you're at the grocery store, pick some up. Yeah, I mean, there's so much you could do with it. <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> but tofu is definitely a staple. Same with tempeh. We make a lot of tempeh bacon. Um, we love we love that, so we usually keep that on hand. Also, kale and collard. So our dark leafy greens, uh, which I'm obsessed with, and I am obsessed with kale and collard greens. Those are my two favorites. And we didn't have collards until we moved down south. Right. And they're just everywhere down here. Yeah. I I see why. They're great. Yeah. I had no idea what they even were. Like, I've never had them until we moved down here. And that was like, what, 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. 11 years ago. 
So, yeah, I absolutely love it. And I do. I will panic if, if I don't have any kale in the fridge because I put that in my smoothies. Um, I use it in meals all the time. Like, oh, it's it's a staple. So we haven't embraced the southern boiled peanuts. No. But the collard greens we have. We can get all bored with the collard <laughs> the, greens. The boiled peanuts still confuse us. I don't understand it at all. <laughs> I just don't. But that's... That's a topic for another day also. <laughs> Uh, next, we have our purple cabbage. Always in the fridge. Always, always in the fridge. We love it. It is because it's so nutritious. It's it has so many good, nutritious, healthy benefits, and it so, adds a great crunch to things too. To everything, I like to put it on my tacos. Mm-hmm. Like the crunch is the texture is is fantastic. Yep. So I usually, as soon as we get it home, I'll chop it up and I'll keep it in the container and we just kind of throw it in everything. Smoothies, you know, in the stir fry and everything. It goes in everything. So we try to pack as many nutrients as we can in each meal. And this is one way that we can do it. So uh, another thing that we keep in the fridge is almond milk always. Uh, I do have soy milk in there sometimes because I use uh, West Soy uh, soy milk when I make vegan cheese. So I usually have that as well. But um, as a staple on a regular basis, we drink almond milk. And then lastly, in the fridge, uh, we always have tamari on hand, which is pretty much uh, very similar to soy sauce, but it's a healthier version and gluten-free so and low sodium. So that's, that's what we get. So we use the uh, tamari instead of soy sauce. And of course, we have other condiments in the fridge, but these are our staples. This is what we keep on stock every time. You will always find this in our fridge. Definitely. And then, you know, other like maybe fruit or we always have lemons. Um, Yes, lemons is always. You know, different fruit and fresh produce. But that's really all we keep in the fridge. We don't store a whole lot other than that. For the freezer, same thing. We, we don't really store a whole lot in the freezer. We have uh, veggie scraps. I keep all the veggie scraps in a bag so that way I can make my own veggie broth. It's super easy to make your own veggie broth. So don't throw away your veggie scraps. Just throw them in a – I always throw them in a uh, freezer-safe baggie. And when that's full, I go ahead and make uh, – Make the broth. And then we always get frozen broccoli from Costco. We get a huge bag of it. It's just easy to have on hand. It's already in Florida. It's really good. And it's, it's yeah, the frozen, decently priced. Decently priced, definitely, and, and it's very flavorful. Yep, and organic. So uh, we always have broccoli in the, in the freezer. And then we have... Of course, pre-made meals. So for batching uh, some meals and we make like lasagna or some casserole ahead of time, that's that's always in the freezer, of course. Uh, blueberries, always. That's another thing that I'm obsessed with and I will freak out if I, if I run out of them. Some people freak out if they run out of coffee in the morning. I don't care about that, but my blueberries better be there, right? Definitely. I'm not <laughs> a fan of blueberries personally, but you... Or a fiend. Yeah. And then any other, you know, we have random fruit every now and then uh, that we usually pick up when it's on sale and stuff. Then we'll have it in the freezer. But blueberries are definitely the staple, and that's mainly due to me. And then also, if we ever find any, you know, vegan-friendly products that are on sale, like vegan cheese, we will buy it and, and throw it in the freezer. So if we ever just need, like, a quick meal and we don't have anything conveniently ready, then we can just quickly grab that and use it. So Definitely, because we're always trying to save on costs also. So always. when it's on sale, we stock up. Yes, we do. 
And then last we we have our vegan pantry. This is actually the highlight of our kitchen. Most of our food is stored in the pantry. Uh, like I said, we have basically just you know a few condiments and staple things in the fridge, but um, most of our food we we do have in the pantry. So we're talking, you know, we store all our lentils, our beans. Uh, you'll we'll always Lots have of beans. Yeah, black beans, kidney beans, cannelli beans, and garbanzo beans. Uh, uh, chickpeas are pretty much our standard. Those are our staples. That's that's what we like. And if another recipe calls for another bean, of course we'll get it. But these beans that I just mentioned are our favorites. And this is where the bulk bin section of the grocery store comes into play here. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, quinoa, always, always on hand. Uh, we eat a lot of quinoa. Nutritional yeast, which helps us get that cheesy flavor in a lot of our dishes. That is definitely essential in our kitchen. Popcorn. There's always popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with It's my favorite snack. Popcorn is my favorite snack. So we always, always, always have that on hand. Uh, we usually get it at Trader Joe's. A bag costs like 99 cents and it lasts forever. Yeah, don't be buying that microwave popcorn. It doesn't no. make any sense. You just buy buy a bag full of corn. and Of kernels. Of kernels, I'm sorry. And it, it, you're right, a, a bag lasts forever. Mm-hmm. It's easy to make. Yeah, we just make like half a cup at a time. You throw just a little bit of coconut oil, throw the the kernels in. It pops up super fast, and you can top it with whatever you want. So I like mine with cinnamon most of the time. And you just like uh, vegan butter and vegan butter, salt. Yeah, and salt. I try to recreate the movie, <laughs> the movie theater popcorn. <laughs> yep, so popcorn's a staple. Uh Breadcrumbs, especially panko breadcrumbs, we always have that on hand. I like uh, breading up some tofu, making tofu buffalo bites, uh, something that we make a lot. And among other things, uh, vegan crab cakes. My favorite. We make them a lot. Uh, then, of course, you have pasta. So our favorite pasta, well, I wouldn't say our favorite pasta, but we really enjoy it. It just depends. I mean... But the quinoa and brown rice pasta from Trader Joe's, their brand is delicious. It is really, really good. And for gluten free, for gluten free pasta, yep. it is up there. So we we do highly recommend that. But we usually get orzos a lot, and it just depends on what the meal is. But orzo noodles are the greatest. Yeah, they're it's, little. How can such a little thing be so <laughs> good and add so much to your meal? I know they're so delicious. And pasta again. Friends is always a cheap meal. It's cheap and easy. And so if we always have some on hand, again, for like a quick meal that we can spin up, then, you know, pasta is good. Same thing with uh, ramen noodles. We already mentioned that we eat a lot of ramen soup. So we always have the ramen noodles on hand as well. And then um, rolled oats and steel cut oats. We always have that on hand. So I make a lot of overnight oats uh, for breakfast, and we use them for a lot, a lot of mm-hmm. different things. So uh, they, we always have them on hand. All-purpose flour, of course, that's a staple in most kitchens. Uh, garbanzo, garbanzo bean flour—that's hard to say—and that's always on hand as well because I like my chickpea flour omelets a lot, and that's what we use that mostly for. 
And then we have chia seeds and flax seeds and sunflower seeds and pumpkin <laughs> seeds. <laughs> Lots of healthy seeds that we just throw in. We'll throw in different meals. Um, I make chia seed pudding a lot. It is so good and extremely healthy. And we'll throw, you know, these seeds in smoothies and on salads. So you started to sound like Bubba from. Forrest Gump when you're going down the list of seeds. <laughs> like I got chia seeds and flax seeds and sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds. <laughs> yep. And then we have agar agar. So that's always on hand. If you're not familiar with agar agar is, it is kind of a gelling. It's seaweed that gels. So it it similar to gelatin it's pretty much a substitute for gelatin and i always have that on hand because i use that uh, sometimes when i'm making cheese vegan cheese and uh for jello like if i want to make a jello vegan deviled eggs i make it for the vegan deviled right. eggs oh yes. we haven't had that for a really while good. summer's coming up yes <laughs> i don't know why we have to wait till summer to eat them but they're it's delicious Everyone, friends, I'm telling you, I will definitely share that recipe with you uh, when summer rolls around and we start making it. Because who doesn't like deviled eggs? I know. So good. And then along those lines, okay, so also tapioca starch and arrowroot powder, they are two thickening um, agents. So if you need to thicken sauces or, you know, anything like that, then... That's what we have those on hand for. And then, of course, your normal spices. So I'm not going to go down through the list of spices, but I will tell you that we have a little freebie for you, which does highlight a lot of our staple spices that we have in our pantry. So stay tuned for more information on that. So that's our vegan kitchen. It seems like a lot. Yeah, we just kind of went down through the list. It does seem like a lot, but uh, these are staples for us. This is pretty much we take everything that we just said and make magic happen. (laughs) And keep in mind, a lot of these are purchased in the bulk section so it's not like every time we go to the store we have to buy all these things no we have it on hand and we store them all the pantry items most of them are stored in i get i have the ball jars i don't like packaging i try to use as little waste as possible so i we do get out of the bulk bins i put them in the the ball jars and i think our pantry could be a a perfect advertisement for the ball company it could be (laughs) it looks pretty (laughs) it does it looks fantastic (laughs) and then i use a lot of the ball jars in the fridge too though to store things so i love those ball jars and they're inexpensive they're not we have a ball in the kitchen (laughs) (laughs) that's right folks (laughs) that's right i told that joke Yes. So where do we go from there? You went there. there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enough of that. (laughs) See, even you even startled Ani. We have little Ani sitting on my lap. Ani's a little under the weather today. Yeah, we had to take her to the vet, and she got a little antibiotic shot and a little um, some fluids. Some fluids. So she's a little under the weather. So you will not hear her purring in this episode. We do apologize. We know how sad that must be for you. But she is a little sweetheart, so she's just sleeping it off right now. 
All right, so that is our vegan pantry. Now, Matthew, let's talk about what we're excited for. We're excited about quite a few things here. Yeah, so number one, Beyond Meat has announced that they have a new ground beef product that's coming out on the market, and it's yeah. everyone's talking about it. Yeah, if you haven't heard of Beyond Meat, they their burgers are my favorite. I just think they're fantastically flavored. And now they're coming out with the ground beef. They also have a sausage, which I think is okay. But the burgers are great. Yeah. So I'm very excited about the ground beef. Yeah, very excited about it. So this is kind of a game changer, I think. Yeah, hoping it takes our lasagna up to the next level. Right. And a bunch of meals take ground beef. Yep, I'm excited to try it. And it looks like... Sloppy Joe's. It looks like ground beef, too. It does look like it. They've made it... Like the way the packaging is, the way they have it packaged, it it looks like it. So it's kind of freaky. Yeah, it's a little weird, but okay. But we're excited to try it. And then next we have the Just Egg, which we already talked about as our vegan product highlight this week. But Just announced that their Just Egg is going to launch in all Whole Foods across the U.S. So you will be able to find it. I know in some areas, like I know, we have not been able to get it here in Raleigh. I've never seen mm-hmm. it here. We tried it when we were visiting friends in Maryland. In Maryland. So... We were able to find it at a Wegmans up there. And now we have a Wegmans coming here, so maybe they'll have it. Well, a Whole Foods. Whole Foods, that's right. Yeah, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> so that, I believe, is going to be launched in April. So starting next month, Whole Foods uh, will be carrying the Just Egg, so you can find it there and give it a try. And then I think next we have our trip that's coming up. Yes, we're, we're <laughs> another taking one. another trip. We're hitting the road again. We're going to Baltimore. Yes, we are going next weekend. Yes, we're headed to Baltimore to attend a Weezer concert with some friends that live in Pennsylvania. Yep, so we're all kind of meeting in the middle. It's not in the middle, really, but uh, we're meeting in Baltimore, and we're going to go see Weezer, which is one of our favorite bands. We saw them how long ago? It was a long time ago. years ago? Was it that long ago? Ah, So we need to brush up on the newer album and... And I'm excited about it. Yes, it should be fun. Yeah. So that is our episode for this week, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, we do have a freebie for you once again, and it is the Ultimate Vegan Kitchen Guide. So what we're going to do is I've put together a guide that shows you vegan staples for basically everything that we talked about in your fridge, freezer, pantry, and then also has a section for all the different spices. Spices are very important because flavoring your dishes is pretty much the most important thing with plant-based cooking. (laughs) So we definitely don't want to leave that out. There are so many spices that we just couldn't list them all in this episode, but I have them... The most important ones, the ones that we use most frequently in this guide. So go ahead and check it out. Use it as a reference. It's something that you can look at and try to build your own vegan kitchen. So if you like what you heard today, please give us a good rating on iTunes and let us know what you think. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Peace Peace and and love. love.